Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm your host, Don Hibbard. Today in the studio today we have Ed Price. Now that name might sound familiar to you, and that's because Ed was a teacher for 15 years at Blue Ridge High School, and he was also a part of the Conservation District over the summer months as an ENS technician. Welcome aboard, Ed. Morning, Don. How are you today? I'm doing well, thanks. Well, it's good to have you in the studio today, and we wanted to talk a little bit about trapping. Uh, I know that's your specialty. We've talked about it quite a bit while you're working with the Conservation District, so I wanted to have you here to talk about that today. Um, so, how did you get started in trapping? Well, trapping uh, in in my family was basically a necessity. We were uh, when I got started back in the uh, late seventies. Uh, we were overrun with muskrats in our pond, and I knew that they were not healthy for the pond. So I started trapping a few muskrats, and it just sort of caught on. I, it got in my blood. So uh, it was out of necessity on the farm that we we uh, we started trapping there. Okay. So did you start selling? Um, what you caught right away or got involved with the trappers association and and uh, uh, found that they had local sales and uh, uh, started selling my furs and uh, grew up through the, the the school of hard knocks because uh, the 70s and the early 80s were were during the fur boom and uh, a lot of people started trapping then and uh, sometimes you'd learn by your mistakes just just grew from there it took a long time to really really get uh, proficient and uh, learn how to to put up my furs the right way so uh, it was a, a learning experience to say the least hmm. interesting now when we talk about trapping uh, maybe it's not so much always associated with conservation but uh, I, I would like to think of trapping as a, a means to balance populations um, can that be said? Like, like hunting, whether it's uh, uh, using a rifle or a shotgun or a bow and arrow, uh, traps are a tool. Uh, they're used to manage fur bearer populations. And the reason we use them is a lot of times those fur bearers, uh, most fur bearers tra uh, travel at night and uh, nocturnal, and people don't like to be out hunting for uh critters at night so we set traps and a lot of times it's the most efficient way to manage those populations so like a firearm or a bow and arrow the trap is just another tool that the sportsmen use to to uh, manage populations okay and that being said uh, what kind of animals do you actually trap well right now there are uh, there are about 13 fur bearers in state, muskrats and mink, otters, fisher, uh, beavers, foxes, red and gray, coyotes, uh, and bobcats. And uh, I don't know why, but they, they, they put uh, porcupines in there. Hmm. Also considered a fur bearer is, is the skunk, believe it or not, and opossums. So all of those critters are... Uh, are uh, managed with, with trapping in one way or another. Okay. 
And you mentioned uh, 1970s when you got started, correct? Mm -hmm. So, of course, you've probably seen population fluctuations over the course of that time. Can you speak a little bit about that, what you've seen as far as population fluctuation? Well, when I first started, there were no, were no coyotes. Uh, the coyotes first became uh, prevalent here in Susquehanna County and in the Northeast, probably in the late 1970s, early 1980s. I think I caught my first one in 1982. Um, there were no coyotes. Uh, there were very few, if any, fishers. There were a few otters, um, but uh, and and bobcats. So we we would rarely see a bobcat. Uh, since then, we've seen all of those predators uh, increase in population. Raccoons, naturally, which I forgot to mention, raccoons were always here. Uh, their population has decreased, as well as muskrats, and I think it's probably due the muskrats due to water quality and the raccoons because we just don't have the farms that we used to. So all of those populations fluctuated as the habitat fluctuated and we have different habitat now from what we did uh, 30 or 40 years ago and because of that we see different populations. Yeah, it's interesting that you said fishers. I know that fishers were introduced not too awful long ago. Um, but their population has increased enough that you can actually trap it. how many per season? Yeah, we, can, we, we, we have a short season now where we're allowed to take one fisher, uh, but there's, there's some scuttlebutt that they, they may increase the, the number to two. Um, the, the fisher population, uh, we saw an influx uh, from other states Plus, in 19, I believe, 93 or 94, uh, around 200 animals were, were released here in the Northeast. And uh, since then, the population has blossomed. And once again, I think it's due to, due to habitat. Um, the habitat has changed. The, the woodlands have changed. And uh, the prey base has changed. So uh, you're going to see more of those critters al- around. Uh, it's it's great to see them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you mentioned trapping association. Uh, give us some details on that. I know when I've talked to you um, different times in conversations, you've also mentioned Trapper School. Yeah, uh, uh, Pennsylvania Trappers Association was formed in uh, I believe it was 1936 or 1937, and it was to uh, to basically uh, lobby legislators as well as the game commission for more equitable and more humane, actually, uh, trapping uh, conditions and, and tools. Since then, we've uh, become a strong association. Pennsylvania is the largest trapping association in, in, of the state associations in the country. And, uh, We've uh, we've have quite a few accomplishments to our uh, benefit. We've uh, gained the use of uh, s- snares for beavers, uh, uh, cable restraints for coyotes and foxes, and uh, modified our tools to make them more efficient and more humane. And uh, 
we teach young trappers how to do it right and how to do it better so we can uh, increase our, our numbers and also to to educate people so they do it the, the right way. And that's what we want people to do. We want it to do it, want it done the right way and, uh, and uh, follow the rules and, uh, and basically just, just keep up with, with what's going on. And uh, the association is, is uh, very strong. Uh, we have a, a very good reputation in, in the legislature as well as with the game commission. And uh, uh, usually they, if they can possibly follow our recommendations, they will. Um, our, you mentioned our trapper school. Uh, every district, and we have uh, 11 districts in the state, uh, every district has at least one trapping school. Uh, district 9, which is covers our six counties here in the Northeast, uh, District 9 has a trapping school in September. Uh, it's a two-day school, and uh, the, the students, and, and when I say students, it's kind of funny because we started it to, to teach kids, and I think the average age of the, the trapping student is probably 40 years old or so. Mm. Uh, we get a, a lot of uh, uh, older folks uh, that come to, to learn to, do, uh, to trap better, um, and we teach them everything from uh, habitat and how to find locations, uh, the right tools to use, the right traps to use for the right situation, the do's and don'ts, and uh, and uh, the the regulations. And it's and it's a it's it's a great school. And and uh, every every one of the districts, every one of our eleven districts, runs a school like that. Um, so. Since we've talked all about trapping today, how would you recommend someone get started in trapping? Well, the best best way to start is to get involved with the to get in touch with somebody from the Trappers Association. We have a website which is www.patrappers.com. You can go there. Um, you can find if you're not in our district, uh, you can find your district director, district contact. And uh, start a relationship. Uh, okay. uh, get going. Go to go to one of our trapping schools. Uh, learn how to do it, and and uh, and uh, get started. It it's infectious. Yeah, sounds fun. Okay, I will have that link up on the Conservation Corner webpage, uh, so you can find that. Uh, Ed, I appreciate you coming in today and sharing a little bit about trapping. Well, it's been a pleasure, and I appreciate it, Don. Uh, it's it's always a good time talking with you yeah good talking with you as well thanks if you have questions or would like to know more information on today's show please contact the conservation district by calling 570-278-4600 extension 3050 or you can go to our website www.suscondistrict.org and find our new conservation corner page with past episodes links to information about past episodes or a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions or make comments about the show. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm your host, Don Hibbert, saying enjoy the outdoors.